1: Your
0: news bag. A lot of news here. Kyler Murray, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay, James Robinson, Dawson Knox, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. And the most
4: under-managed, under-rostered player, sorry, under-rostered player in fantasy football is Jamie, Chris. Any guesses? Uh, I know since you said it on FFT earlier today, so it's Jeff Wilson. Oh, you weren't even going to let Chris guess. I
0: mean, Mm -hmm. no respect for the game. Well, what, you, is, what is he at? Like 30%? 18%. 18% yeah. That's that's under-rostered, I guess. You should have asked me. I did think about that. I knew that, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's really, that's on me. That's on me. Emails at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. If you are sending it to CBS EYE, that's not the right email address. It's the letter I, cbsi.com. Um, you can put fantasy cops in the subject line or something football-related. And should we we
2: switch over to our new emails? No,
0: I'm good with that. All right. I'm good with it. Yeah. That's fair.
2: And did that one get a new email address? Did that I think every single email. we have like six
0: email addresses now. Yeah. Very corporate over here. So anyway, let's get started. Let's talk about the news and notes. Chris, Kyler Murray, and DeAndre Hopkins, game time decisions. Dun dun dun. What should we do if we are relying on the Cardinals passing game?
2: You know, at this point, like there was a quote from from Cliff Kingsbury where he said, "If Kyler can you know play in the pocket and keep himself safe, he'll play." What that tells me is that they're not expecting Kyler Murray to do much running and he hasn't really done much running lately and he hasn't really been an elite fantasy quarterback as a result of that. I have him like eighth at quarterback uh, for this week, but my expectations are certainly lower than they would be even if he does play so, not necessarily a slam dunk must start, I think.
0: And unfortunately, Jamie, we can't turn to Taysom Hill because Trevor Simeon is starting. So who are some of the waiver wire quarterbacks now that are appealing to you if you need to replace Kyler Murray or or something like that?
4: Yeah, I have Kyler in uh, several leagues. A um, couple of them i, I uh attempting to because he's still on waivers, but people dropped Kirk Cousins, so I'll, I'll pivot to Cousins. Um, but Tyrod Taylor is the first person I would look at if you don't have a, a quarterback. I actually have uh Taylor, you know, after adjusting rankings following this news, I have Taylor ranked ahead of Murray as it is. So um I just think you know you're looking at a guy that has gotten off to a good start this season, the two game, the, the game and a half that he played. Um, but the most important thing is he's facing the Dolphins. So uh see if two is out there, see if Derek Carr's out there, uh see if Kirk Cousins is out there. Um I would have said to start Carson Wentz over Kyler just knowing the uncertainty yesterday. We said that on FFT on, on HQ. And I I think, you know, you just got to prepare at this point for Kyler Murray not playing. The the emergency situations would be one, Trevor Simeon, two, Colt McCoy. You know, so those two guys could uh, get you by in a pinch. But uh, I hope you can find somebody better.
0: Okay. Yeah. And that is, of course, a 425 p.m. Eastern game. So also, it seems like all the game time decisions are at four o'clock these days.
4: You know, Jimmy Garoppolo is probably university available, too. You know, so if you just want to, you know, play it out to to see what happens with the game.
0: He's 24% rostered as well. And maybe Justin Fields in some leagues, too, on Monday night. Or Roethlisberger, I guess. If you were going to choose one of those scrubs, fantasy scrubs, who would you go with?
4: Uh, Roethlisberger or Fields?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would go with Fields. Okay, next news item. Christian McCaffrey may play, but if he does, he'll be on a snap count. So where are you guys going to end up with McCaffrey in your rankings if he's active? Jamie?
4: Uh, probably somewhere between 15 and 20 um you know it's actually not a bad week for running backs you know when you talk about Devontae Booker and his situation miles Gaskins in a positive situation um uh, you know I, like I, I start him ahead of Boston Scott I start him ahead of you know the Bears guys depending on who starts there he's not going to be ahead of he's not going to be a top 10 guy for me you know so yeah. um if I have Christian McCaffrey, it's very hard to sit him clearly but I, I think you' just got to real in expectations
0: and Saquon Barkley is, I don't know if he's officially ruled out, but he's not going he's to play. It's Friday afternoon, by the way, for those of you listening on Saturday. It's Friday afternoon right now. Kenny Galladay, I just read that he's probably going to play. So I was surprised to see that. He's, I don't even think he's 60% rostered. Is he the best yeah, he, Giants? He's receiver? one of the
2: most underrated or under-rostered players right now, for sure.
0: Man, yeah, move over, Jeff Wilson. <laughs> so would you guys rather start Galladay or Tony? And Galladay is 55% rostered.
4: Tony for me, just based on health. I, I don't want to trust Galladay until I see it.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Um,
2: Tony is expected to play with that thumb injury, right? Yes. He's been limited yes. all week. Yeah. Um, yeah, up. I'd probably go with Tony, but I don't think either of them is a top 36 receiver for me.
0: Sammy Watkins has a chance to play. I'm pretty interested to see what that passing game looks like, excuse me, <clears throat> with uh, all three of their top receivers healthy. Sam Darnold, questionable. Cole Beasley, questionable. Dawson Knox, out. What's the latest on James Robinson?
4: So he was uh, seen catching passes during practice. Uh, I don't know what his practice status is, but my guess is they'll probably list him as questionable, if not doubtful. I would expect him not to play this week. You know, I actually kind of hope he doesn't play because the last thing you want to see is him re-aggravate this injury and make it further. Mm -hmm. He's going to have a bad game against Buffalo. Like, if he was playing, you're still starting him, but I don't want to see him get hurt and miss several weeks. Like, let him miss the Bills game. We've we've been planning for this. You know, he got hurt in the game last week, so you kind of had this expectation of him not being out there. So. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather have him for the long haul than short term.
2: One thing I will add, going back to one note that you said, Adam, um, Rashad Bateman didn't practice today.
0: Yeah, Harbaugh and said it's uh, nothing serious. said. There's nothing
2: serious, yeah. and he expects him to play. But you know, worth worth noting with Sammy Watkins looking like he's
0: coming back. Devontae Parker, meanwhile, is listed as doubtful. He is not going to play against Houston. So with that and the Tua kind of hand injury, he's going to play, but. Uh, this is obviously one of the top waiver wire priorities at quarterback. Chris, are we still confident in Tua Tagovailoa against Houston?
2: Yeah, yeah, he had a uh, a couple of good games without Devontae Parker when he came back from his injury. So I, I don't think that's necessarily um, something to be too concerned about. Obviously, you'd like it more if Devontae Parker would was playing, but Mike Mike Gisicki has stepped up really well when Devonte Parker's been out. Jalen Waddle uh, is still a solid option. I, I think. Tua Tagovailoa is still a, a top 12 quarterback for me,
0: okay. I guess just to throw out a name for super deep leagues, like I have s- my Scott Fishbowl. I have just so such bad wide receivers. I mean, is Mac Hollins the guy to look at? Didn't he have a good game in London when Parker was out?
4: He did, yeah, have one he did. <laughs> um, he, he had a touchdown against the Falcons through the following week, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Preston Williams, though, we know was, uh, was a healthy scratch last week, and he's kind of owning up to his mistakes, I guess. I saw him talking to the media. Uh, saying, you know, it's on me, whatever, for whatever that's worth, whatever the issue is that's going on with him and, and Brian Flores. So maybe he's the guy, but I would I would, I'm with you, Adam. I, I look at Matt Collins first, but you got to be really desperate. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh let's see. AJ Brown was not seen at the open portion of practice on Friday. I don't know what that's all about. Hope he did. Oh, Chipotle again. Come on. You said you weren't gonna have any more fast food, AJ Brown. Uh Julio Jones, Julio Jones is gonna play. It, it, Jamie Julio Jones is going to fight.
4: Yeah, uh, sweep the leg. Um yes. we'll, we'll see how he does. Uh, he's a number three receiver. You know, it's uh, yeah. it's it's still difficult to trust him, and this defense is not good, not a good matchup. Excuse me. Um, so, I, you know, he, there's always the risk of reaggravation. So, desperation play. I think at this point.
2: Yeah, I th- I would expect something like what we saw two weeks ago, where I think he had like four targets um, and played like fifty percent of the snaps. I think. We're still like I want him to show it to me first before I trust him. I think there's still potential for him to be a must-start player, but I need him to show it to me first.
0: That's Julio Jones we're talking about. Chris, by the way, definitely likes Cobra Kai better than Karate Kid. I have not watched Cobra Kai. Have you ever? Seen- actually, it's been like
2: it's been like a long time since I've seen Karate Kid. I don't really have any like positive memories of it, one way or the other. <laughs> it's really good. You'll like it. Cobra Kai is awesome.
0: I'm sure it is. It's just, No, it's just, you're sure it's not? It's there's not. a lot of television you, yeah. out there. <laughs> it's so bad, bro. It's the,
4: it's the, one of the cheesiest shows that I've ever seen. My uh, Jesus, not I, bad. I was putting on a, a Netflix movie for my kids last night and just scrolling through the menu. Uh, Cobra Kai popped up, and they, my my 9 year old's like, can we watch that? I was like, no, not, not, not yet. yet
0: no. <clears throat> karate Kid, though, I think he could watch. Uh, I started watching Squid Game. You guys watch that? I haven't watched that one yet. Not yet, no. Yeah. Sure it, it's good. I, 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 I'm hooked. Well, it, it hooked me. It, it's, I don't, you know. We have You'll to make probably such... hate it. I, no, of I don't course think you will so. Yeah, yeah likes... I probably will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you hated... uh,
2: Oh, God. I didn't I hate again. it. I didn't hate... You did. You hated... Uh, what was the movie called?
0: Yeah, it was something with a P. Parasite, right? Parasite. You hated Parasite. I did Parasite. not hate Parasite. I just thought it was very average. Very average movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I didn't hate it. It okay. takes all around. So Jamie, you said something on HQ that the Titans offensive coordinator said that the they're going to kind of keep their running style.
4: Yeah, Todd Downing said he. I think he said something like, "I'll be doing the offense a disservice if we change things uh, from you know losing Derrick Henry." <laughs> so I'm going to guess you know they they try to force Peterson or McNichols into the the 27 carries that were that are being vacated. By Derrick Henry, um, but they, I mean, just by nature, they're going to be different. You know, none of these guys are Derrick Henry. Combined, they're not Derrick Henry at this point in Peterson's career. So, um, the fact that Julio Jones is back, I think they put more on Ryan Tannehill's plate. And obviously, there, there, the expectation is they're going to be chasing points because the Rams' offense is so good and their defense is still struggling. So, I, I hope we get to see more of Tannehill, more of AJ Brown, more of Julio Jones, less of the thirty-six-yard running back, and less of Jerry McNichols.
2: Yeah, it just from a from a purely aesthetic standpoint obviously i want to not see them run adrian peterson into the line 25 times but also just i don't think it would be smart and i have to assume that the people running the tennessee titans are smart you know they'll i don't doubt that they'll run more than your average team in any given situation but i i can't believe that they're going to run more than they pass Mm -hmm. to you know
4: just to name one factor and if if Peters either one either one of those guys has a good game trade them immediately trade trade yeah. them immediately cuz somebody will certainly it was Peterson yeah somebody yeah, will buy
2: be the best time to trade Adrian Peterson is right now agree unless he has a a good game this week and then you trade him
0: i don't know who pointed it out i forget i think it was Heath on Tuesday night but the first game of the season for Peterson yeah. each of the last 3 years has been pretty good it's been week 1 week 2 and week 1 he get you know it's unfortunate he's starting with the rams and the saints but you could understand he gets off to a good start and can't really keep it going rest of the season. Uh, the last thing on the Titans, though, is going into this week, they had run the second-most plays in the NFL, which is pretty interesting. Not per game, but up there per game, but second-most plays. And finally, Jeff Wilson may play this week. We'll see. And didn't get a practice report yet on Friday for Eli Mitchell. Hopefully he can take some contact and keep making progress. I'm going to
4: guess he's going to be limited. Yeah, well, limited
0: we'll is one thing if he takes contact, but right? I think he was not taking any contact on Thursday. Yeah.
4: If they are hitting him with bad ribs, they are stupid.
0: I I guess, but you gotta get out. I mean you can't just I, maybe you can. Maybe you can be a non contact and practice all week and still play. Uh it's different coaches he's played football
4: before. He he knows what it's like.
0: You know, some coaches will not play yeah. a guy if he hasn't practiced. Yeah. I or don't though, know. He,
4: he is practicing though.
0: Is he? Yes. Yeah, he's at practice. I honestly don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. I don't go to these practices. I don't want to go. All right. This is Sunday. This is week nine. And the NFL on CBS features an AFC North matchup in Ohio when Joe Burrow and the Bengals battle the Browns along with key interconference clashes between the Raiders and the Giants and the Chargers heading to the city of brotherly love for a meeting with the Eagles. Get set for the action on the NFL today at noon Eastern. And that is all coming up this Sunday on the NFL on CBS. Start with the emails today. We'll do Apple Podcasts in a little bit. We got one fantasy cop submission that I'm going to read. Fantasy one? Well, we have a lot every week, but many of them are just the same. And it's just going to be us saying, No, don't veto that. That's fine. Basically, I've just been sort of responding um, on my own. I guess I did get one that was saying somebody traded for Calvin Ridley and then 30 minutes later, Ridley went on the leave and. Again, I mean, we've done that before, and what I've said is that I'm sorry. You know, you trade for someone. If he gets hurt after you trade for him, mm-hmm. even if it's immediately, if he does or it goes on a personal, leave or whatever, that's just bad luck. But that you, the trade stands. Is what I said, so kind of established that rule among You're the heartless. fantasy cops. No, <laughs> you know, I'm all heart, but I can't, I can't let people off the hook completely. Okay, time for the emails. And Ryan says, I never understood rankings more than when each player is compared to a corresponding Stallone movie. Thank you, Jamie. I thought that was very confusing, but, you know, I guess. All right, we'll do it moving forward. (laughs) Okay. Is that what you did? You compared it to Stallone movies? Rocky three? you did it to the Rockies, Yeah. Yeah. All right, from Brian. Does Chase Edmonds' value go up if Kyler isn't mobile or possibly benched? I'm deciding between Edmonds and Judy... Tony Kirk or Emmanuel Sanders in half PPR.
4: I'd be oh, very sure. nervous about every Cardinals player. If it's Colt McCoy. Yeah. So I'd play Sanders personally.
2: I'm trying to remember how the Cardinals running backs fat. I, I think it would be better for him in the passing game for sure. If Kyler's not going to scramble as much, he's going to be more likely to dump it off to his uh, running backs and it's not going to be James Conner that gets it dumped off to him, so I think that can be. But the the one thing I think the impact would be greater on Conner because he is so reliant oh, yeah. on touchdowns, and he is, and his touchdowns are so reliant on the threat of um, Kyler Murray running the ball that I think it's a much more likely to
4: negatively impact James Conner. I think you're right, but I also wonder if you know like what the Packers did, where they just run the ball more. You know, so does yeah. he have opportunities and, and that's where they go. I mean, look, if you take Kyler and Hopkins off the field, are you really want Colt McCoy leaning on, uh, you know, Christian Kirk and Noah yeah. J. Green also? You know, I mean, Rondell Moore, you know, so you just wonder what they'll do. I, I, but it yeah, is- I, I think you probably should take a hands off approach, maybe on all of them.
2: It is worth noting when um, when Kyler suffered his shoulder injury last year in Seattle and basically stopped running. James or Kenyon Drake did see a slight increase in carries 15 per game, only average 3.3 yards per carry, but did have six touchdowns in seven games.
0: So, yeah, Kyler was still, yeah, Kyler's rushing touchdowns definitely dropped off at that point. And McCoy, I was looking at this because I remember he started a couple of games for the Giants last year, and I remember thinking that he was very conservative. But when you look at the intended air yards per pass attempt, it was 8.4 or more every game. And that's pretty high, right? Yeah, yeah. But his completed air yards per pass attempt was 3.0, 3.5, 1.7, and 4.4. So I think that means he didn't have a lot of success downfield. Uh, that's my guess. So, I, I, yeah, I, I, could see it. I could see Edmonds getting some cheap catches in that regard. All right, this is from Sal. Pick a running back, a wide receiver, And a flex half PPR, running back Moss, Gaskin, Eli Mitchell,
4: Gaskin, Gaskin, wide receiver.
2: I mean, man, if Mitchell does play, that's going to be really tough.
0: Yeah, I think if Mitchell plays and if Mitchell plays and and Wilson doesn't, I think I I think I'd go Mitchell. But okay,
4: I mean, what if Mitchell takes a shot to his ribs because he hasn't practiced all week and he doesn't know how to get hit in the NFL? The game.
2: I will say. I have been wrong on Miles Gaskin exactly literally every single week this year. Like every time I've been high on him, he busts. Every time I've been low on him, he has. I mean, he's only had three good games, but still.
0: Uh, and then pick a wide receiver: DJ Moore, Jalen Waddle, Jerry Judy. Waddle. Uh, I have more ranked higher, but the flex would be Waddle. Okay, Jamie, who's your flex then? If you go Gaskin and Waddle, who's your flex? Moss, Mitchell, Moore, Judy.
4: Uh, what's the format again? Half PPR. Half. I would go Mitchell if he's the solo act. I would go more if there's Jeff Wilson playing.
0: I told uh, Dave on the podcast that I will be getting many fights with Chris on Sunday about DJ Moore. I know it. I I can't sit a guy with a 30% target
2: share. Like, I it just, it's just, I can't go away from that. Even I know Sam Darnold's her and he's Sam Darnold. And PJ Walker is PJ Walker. But when you're getting that kind of workload on a team that, you know, isn't, it's not like they're the Titans with their running. I just, I can't get away from it. It's, it's like Brandon Cooks last week. It just, when you've got that kind of opportunity, there's always a chance that you're going to break out.
4: I think, though, I mean, obviously in a vacuum, I agree with you. But when you start comparing him to other players like Jalen Waddle, may get more of a target share this week. Sure, uh, sure.
2: Yeah, Waddle and, and Moore would be my two ca- choices Right, right,
4: there. But But, you know, and, and then again, if you get back to Elijah Mitchell, he's in a great spot. If there is no Jeff Wilson, then he's healthy because if the Cardinals don't have their guys, time of possession may be amazing for the 49ers. We know what their run game has been. And the Cardinals, we just saw their run defense without J.J. Watt look pretty miserable against the Packers. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's again, you know, you're stacking him up against other guys. I hope Moore delivers. Uh, he may get a boost. J.C. Jackson may not play for the Patriots. No, no, he's. By, I
0: was just looking that up. He's back. He had an illness, uh, so okay. he's back at practice.
4: So that's that's not great for DJ. Yeah, it's a big and, deal. Yeah. And if P.J. Walker is the quarterback, it could go either way. You know, it might be better for him. You know, where you know you get some, you know, guy breaking out of containment and throwing the ball to some, you know, scramble drills to to the receivers, or it could be worse if he's worse than Sam Darnold.
0: So Last DJ is kind of all over the place. Last question on DJ Moore. McCaffrey hurts or helps, or or nothing.
4: I think helps because it, you know, there's more of a threat. You you fear Christian McCaffrey. You don't fear Chuba Hubbard, you know. So the Patriots' game plan is probably different if McCaffrey's on film.
2: Well, speaking <laughs> I think for yourself, McCaffrey's just also going to really help Sam Darnold. I think that's a a big thing that that Darnold has missed is you know having that that short area safety valve. I think you know one thing that's coincided with Darnold playing really poorly is, I mean, yes, it's Sam Darnold. That's his whole career. So you know since he entered the NFL, it's coincided with that, but for the Panthers specifically, it's been Terrace Marshall and Christian McCaffrey being out They yeah. Marshall is going to play. And McCaffrey sounds like he has a good chance. And so
0: I do think there's a chance. Darnold does play a little better this week as well. And Jamie, as someone who starts Chuba Hubbard in a couple of leagues, I do fear Chuba Hubbard quite a bit. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, this is from Brian. Would you start Jerry, Judy or Kadarius, Tony half PPR Judy, Judy. This is from Anthony. Hey, Moe, Larry and Curly. I'm assuming James Robinson is out. Who should I start in his place in full PPR? Devontae Freeman or David Johnson?
4: I I mean, I think for Devontae Freeman, the fact that we know that Latavius Murray's out and Michael Pierce is out for the Vikings, you know, so that's big. Um, you know, I, I, I think this is a good opportunity for Freeman coming off a of bye week. It's just I don't know what to expect. But if you tell me which backfield, do you at least know something? <laughs> I feel a little bit better about Baltimore than I do about the Texans with Latavius not there.
2: Well, I, I think you can also look at it this way. They're both probably in four-way splits in terms of rushing share. Uh, David Johnson might actually be in a five-way split with Tyrod Taylor back. So Freeman's on a better offense, so you go with him.
4: Le'Veon Bell better More not get. than the the five, for you. You throwing Scotty Phillips in there? I mean, he, he, he played last week, you know? Yeah. Is Burkhead playing this week? Yeah, I think it was removed from the injury report. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Next question from Greg. Michael Thomas was supposed to be my ace in the hole for fantasy playoffs. I am seven and one. He's looking for a high upside flyer. Elijah Moore. Moore, Rashad Bateman, or Jeff Wilson. Or would you go with Madison or Dylan or Sony Michelle? It's a PPR league. You know, it's I don't know if it's 10 teams or not, but. Um, would you take a shot on more Elijah Moore, Rashad Bateman, Jeff Wilson, Madison, Dylan, Michelle? What do you think?
4: I mean, obviously, you're gonna win your league if you have Madison or Dylan, or if you want to say Sony Michelle as well. And the other guy gets hurt on that yeah. respective backfield; those you can't find those players. There's a reason why you're stashing those. You know, Tony Pollard as well. You know, the, the, mm-hmm. just the upside of what those guys can be. But it's implied value because you know the other players that we're talking about here, Jeff Wilson may not need an injury to be the best player mm-hmm. in his, his situation. Elijah Moore may end up being the best receiver for the Jets. Uh, Rashad Bateman, I don't think he'll be the best, but can still be a significant contributor. So it just comes down to what you're looking for, for for where you where you are now and where you are end of season. So, I mean, I would much prefer to roster those running backs
1: mm-hmm.
4: with the hope of them being league winners. But if I need players right now, Jeff Wilson would be the one of the first trio that you mentioned
2: yeah if you don't need a starter i think madison dylan michelle pollard i think those are all great options um can i throw out my beat the waiver wire pick for week uh would it be for week nine or week ten uh, how we would typically uh brandon ayuk (laughs) he's still under 50 percent rostered it didn't seem like anybody picked him up this week except for me and um led the 49ers in snaps routes targets last week he didn't do a ton with it only 45 yards on seven targets but We know how talented he is. And if they're going to use him as a full-time player, he's been more like a 65 to 70% snap and route share guy this season. If they're going to play him 95% of the snaps, I think he's going to break out at some point. And we know how high the upside is. We saw it last season. So throwing that out there as another guy, if you're looking for an upside uh, stash,
0: Brandon Ayuk. All right, a few quick news items here, and we'll finish up with the emails. Sean McVay saying that Stafford and Robert Woods are going to practice on Friday... And there should be fine. James Robinson got in some work. He will be questionable. And finally, Clyde Eberdzealer is closer to a potential return from his sprain MCL. Let's finish up the emails here real quick, guys. Uh, Patrick from Long Island. I'm trading Chase Edmonds and Chuba Hubbard for Keenan Allen. Full PPR. Give up Edmonds and Hubbard for Allen. Grade the trade.
4: Rocky one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love Edmonds, but that's an A. From Matthew, rest of season of PPR, Amari Cooper or Cortland Sutton?
4: Amari Cooper.
0: I think Cooper. From Chris, I have David Montgomery, so I will give up Travis Kelsey, Damian Harris. The Montgomery part is irrelevant. So give up Kelsey, Damian Harris, and Jerry Judy. Get Najee Harris and Mike Gasicki. Oh, yeah. I like that.
2: I I don't think I would. I Ooh. wish you were getting like I wish you were getting someone better than Kaseki.
4: Woo! You get Kelsey. you're getting Najee Harris, Kelsey. Kelsey what, what was was again? Kelsey and who? Kelsey, Kelsey, Damian Harris and Jerry Judy. What's are, the format? I don't know because that matters. Because if it's PPR, Harris is obviously not as good. Um, Damian Harris, half or none, he's he's much better. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, I would take the Najee Harris Kaseki side because you know as as great as Travis Kelsey is. Gaseki has proven time and time again, whenever there's somebody missing yeah. for the pass catchers, he steps up. Do you know when Will Fuller's coming back? Because I sure don't. Do you know if Devontae Man. Parker's going to miss significant time? Sounds like it. I Yeah, I think Gusecki's in a great spot. And, and who knows if Kelsey's starting to fall off the cliff. I don't think so, but who knows?
0: All right, from Reed, Half PBR, Tony, James Connor, Bateman, or Jordan Howard? It's presumably to start this week.
4: Yeah. Uh, if Kyler plays, it's Connor for me. If Kyler is out, it would be Tony.
2: I think it'd be Bateman for me if Kyler's out from yeah, David. Don't know
4: if Bateman's playing, and if Watkins yeah, that's it. assuming what
2: Harbaugh you said. You still gonna trust
4: Bateman though if Watkins plays because that's the risk I think you run.
2: There is some risk there for sure. Um, yeah, but then again, there's a lot of risk with Tony, especially sure. if Holiday plays. We haven't seen him, you know, really play all that well with. I mean, we haven't seen him play much with the other wide receivers there. Yeah,
4: there's, there's, there's a one-game sample size. It was the New Orleans game when Galladay went for 100 and, and Tony went 6 yeah. or 78. I think he probably can do that again against the Raiders.
0: If he's healthy. Uh, from David, give Michael Pittman, get Mike Williams. Uh, this one was a few weeks ago. That's, a plus. Right now, I don't know. Give Pittman for Mike Williams, PPR.
4: Rocky, five.
0: Really? It's that bad? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it's a C. I think it's really, really close. Oh, Jamie. Wow. I'm really surprised. Yeah, I'm with Chris. I think it's more of a
4: Rocky three. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't, I'm not thrilled I mean, that it's Pittman, on.
4: Again, Pittman sample oh, size it. without T.Y. Hilton there. Who knows when Hilton's going to play? has been awesome. Who's got more points this season, though? I bet it's still Williams. I would imagine it's probably closer than you think because Williams has been bad through the last four games.
2: I, yeah, yeah. I'm curious, actually. I think Pittman's played two more games, so that that would... Like, Pittman is wide receiver five right now, but oh actually wow. not that good.
0: Well... He's played nine games. So what is it? What you got per game? Who's better? Click
2: Pittman the- is nineteen per game. Mike Williams is fifteen. So it's about
0: a point difference.
4: Take okay. that, Tommy Guns. <laughs> Jordan from
0: the Sunshine. <laughs> I, if that is a line in Rocky Five, then I'm just going to
4: take your word for it because does, does Does Chris know what Heath did the other day? I don't think uh, so. No. Chris, how well do you know your Rocky movies? Uh one through four moderately well then you're Five. good okay so yeah. one through four so we're talking about Stallone movies and he, he, he says didn't somebody significant die in all of the Rockies and Adam, and I like Adam and i are thinking like I'm thinking okay and yeah, Mick, Mickey died in, in three Apollo died in four and he goes yeah didn't Apollo die in Rocky one and Adrian died in <laughs> Rocky two we're like what I mean, it's
2: incredible. Now Adrian dies between five and six, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: She's not in the, the you know, the Rocky Six. Uh, but he killed off Adrian. I mean, that is unbelievable. And he, who did he think Rocky fights in the second one? <laughs> I, I, that's, I just, like, that's what the follow-up question should have been.
2: All right. So anyway. Can I drop a take that might make you guys mad? Uh, go. I think Creed is better than any of the Rocky movies. I knew, yeah, that's such a I love them. Movie. That movie's so good. It's just, it's kind of
0: boring. All right, from uh, from Jordan. What? Jordan yeah, in Rocky's Oregon. He's like
2: the most one of the most beloved movies of all time. Which one? Creed? Rocky.
0: Oh, yeah, Rocky's amazing. No, I mean I Creed is was boring. No, Creed oh, okay. is a little boring. It's the same I think
4: route. if you if you rank them like for me, I probably cuz I, I like I like all of them. I probably would go one, two, four. Creed, Creed
0: one. And
1: three.
4: Rocky three. Creed two.
2: Yeah, yeah Creed up. would definitely be no lower than three. By the way, I looked up what the uh, what our friend from Oregon was referring to. I'm what is not that? Sure.
0: <laughs> oh wait, no, no, that's not it. Sorry. All right, guys. Tommy, Chucky, Lil, Phil, and Dill. That that I get. That's the Rugrats. Full PPR. Actually, he wrote fully PPR. That's kind of funny. Wide receiver running back in a flex. So, Devontae Parker's not playing, so you're going to go with Mike Williams. Oh, well, this is easy. You gave us four options, and one of them is Devontae Parker, so it's the other guys. (laughs) All right, with that said... Nope, that was the wrong one. All right, so pretend that, <laughs> that didn't happen, everybody.
2: So Sunshine Daydream is a documentary about the Grateful Dead. Ah. Nope. That took
0: place north. Oh, yeah, this is the fa- this is the Fantasy Cops music, right? All right, Fantasy Cops, here we go. This one is from Tyler from the Better Carolina. South. Well, yeah, it's going to say using south. using
2: context clues. It's, it's probably south.
0: Yeah, because North Carolina barbecue is dreadful. Uh, dear Brian, uh, here we go Alshon, Debo, and Shai, those are South Carolina wide What's receivers. Which was Brian? I don't. I actually don't know. Okay. Which was who? Brian. Oh, Brian Edwards. He was a South Carolina guy, right? I, I didn't know that. Sure. Uh, I'm the commissioner in my family league. I just made a trade that has sent the other players in the league in a frenzy. I am tied with the worst record in the league. Remember, this is his family league, and I've lost several players due to COVID and injury with my starting running back, Saquon, possibly being out due to COVID, he's out, Gibson being on a buy and already losing Hunt and Montgomery to injury, I made a trade with my mom for Kamara. I traded Saquon, Robert Woods, and Damian Harris to my mother. She gave me Alvin Kamara and Terry McLaurin. This made other members go crazy saying that it wasn't a fair trade and insinuating that I sent a lopsided trade to my mom on purpose as I know much more about football than she does. I believe that I treat this league as fairly as anyone else, as two of the players who were upset the most by it, messed up a trade earlier in the year by blah, 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 blah. Um, So, yeah. uh, Do you think this is family collusion here, or was this a fair offer giving Barkley, Woods, and Damian Harris for Kamara and McLaurin?
2: Those aren't the two poles. You know, it's not collusion or a fair offer. It can be an unfair offer and not be collusion. Uh-huh. I think you probably took advantage of your mom, which is, you know, <laughs> generally speaking, a, a pretty messed up thing to do. Mothers are, you know, you're supposed to have a special relationship with your mother, and, you know, using that relationship to win in fantasy football is probably not the best thing in the world. So he but ended
4: up getting Kamara and McLaurin? Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's play this out. So let's go. Taysom Hill starting for the Saints from Week 10 on, and Kamara's back from Week 10 on. Which Same side on. better?
0: Ah, uh, the, the Camaro side is better, I'd
4: say. By by by, not by much
0: though. Uh, no. Keep in mind, Barkley has a buy in
4: week ten. Okay, so week eleven on.
0: Well, that's two weeks. It's <laughs> yeah, a
4: pretty big deal.
2: Well, Camaro's buy is still coming up too, right? No,
0: didn't they have no, their they buy? Yeah, they buy haven't a buy.
4: They had their buy. Oh, okay, so. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's, factor in the buy weeks because It's an unfair trade, buy. but still, I just think for. Rest of season value factoring in the games that they're gonna play. Kamara may be bad with Taysomville. Not you know, not to the extent that he's not startable, but he might not be yeah. as great as he as he is right now.
0: All right, so we're saying that the trade should stand. It is it is a pretty uneven trade. <laughs> I don't think it's that uneven. But the but the bye week thing, I mean that's a big deal. McLaurin and Barkley, McLaurin and Kamara have had their buys, and Barkley, Woods, and Harris haven't. How many regular season weeks do we have left? I guess. Six. Six. Man, it's getting close, huh? <clears throat> This, by the way, is the Bon Jovi week. You know why?
4: Why? We're halfway there. Ah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that is it for this week's edition of the Fantasy Cops. Proper music. We're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, read your Apple podcast questions. Thanks for sending those in. We'll be right back on Fantasy Football today. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com.
1: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential?
0: Uh, this, I don't have a name. I have Jalen Hurts. Should I start him this week or grab Ryan Tannehill? I have Hurts ahead of Tannehill. Hurts. Okay. From JMac. PPR League. I have Kelsey, Dawson Knox, and Logan Thomas. I am four and four. And he could use another running back, I would say. He could use an upgrade everywhere. Should I trade yeah. Kelsey for a more solid running back or wide receiver, given that he has Knox and Logan Thomas? What is Kelsey's value, or should I leave it be?
4: I mean, the problem that you have is that you don't have a tight end this week if you trade Kelsey. Yeah, Knox isn't playing, and and Thomas is still an hour. So you know, if you're talking about, you could trade Kelsey and and pick up you know Fryermouth or Dan Arnold or somebody just to get you by for one week. Alberto, uh, or Alberto if he plays, um, you know that's that's another you know good that 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 can help you. But uh, what we we already talked about a potential Kelsey for Najee Harris trade, which was the two key pieces in that deal. So if you're getting that type of a running back in return, then yes. Like if I'm, if I'm trying to trade Kelsey, I, you got to get first round. Well, even though he hasn't been the same guy, you still got to get top ten caliber player in return.
0: I feel like if you're making this trade because you're thin at other positions, then you should should try to get two players. I, mean, I don't. I know you don't usually want to be on the one for two side if you're giving up the best player, but if you give up Kelsey for, uh, give me two second to third round types of players here. I mean, Daryl Henderson and. um. I don't think Robert you're getting Woods. much with. There. I, I was
4: sure. going to say something like a Chubb and, and Miles Gaskin type of deal.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. You, yeah. I, right. Because you're kind of thin. So I it, just giving up Kelsey for a, a equal running back or wide receiver. I'm not sure that does much for you.
2: But, yeah. Because I don't think Dawson Knox or Logan Thomas is an upgrade on. Like, you probably expect something similar from Hunter Renfro as you do from those two guys the rest of the season. Probably 11 to 12
0: fantasy points per game. This is from J.D. All right, we got a couple of emails here, a couple of Apple Podcasts questions that, or answers or whatever. Comments, sorry. People are pissed off. So here we go. J.D. Weig's, I am so sick of hearing about Dave and Keith tanking. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. We'd boot a manager out of our league for that garbage, and we have to listen to them discuss tanking strategy and laugh about it back and forth. It's a disgrace, and it makes me mad every time. Now, now, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. we got one more. One more. From Troy DVS, subject is disgraceful. The fact that you have an analyst on the podcast that tanks a season, goes against everything good about fantasy football. I don't care that it's dynasty. It's just wrong. I'm done with this trash. So what? Two things.
2: One, when I talked about this on Twitter, I had a bunch of people like, well, is it against the rules? And it's like, there is an is versus ought distinction that you are trying to draw. It is legal to do it. The discussion is not whether it is legal, it's whether it ought to be legal. And uh, personally, I think you should at least have to set a lineup in good faith. Just spilled my water. You don't have to... <laughs> you, this is what happens when I gesticulate. You don't have to make every move with the intention of winning this season. But intent like sitting Patrick Mahomes, it's it's garbage. For Davis Mills. It's it's,
0: it's garbage. And then for Mills eight. outscoring him, which is hilarious.
2: Right. Yeah. And like, look, I benefited from it because I play Heath twice in the regular season in the league. I, I think I'm the only person in the league that gets to play him twice. So like, hey, cool, good for me. But it it sucks. And the problem with tanking, from a philosophical perspective, if you take a utilitarian viewpoint of it, it's the kind of thing where it only works because other people are trying to win. But if everybody was tanking, one, the league would stop working, and two, nobody would actually benefit from it. So it's it's a strategy that inherently takes advantage of the fact that everyone else is trying, and that's that I don't like that. Yeah, that, that's
0: uh, that's unethical. Heath Heath is kind of regretting it now too.
4: Well, I, I'll tell he you. He doesn't that, want to be I mean, the commissioner anymore. You know, it's, there, there's going to, you know, karma's going to come back to haunt him, you know, at, at some point. Whether it's he's going to end up drafting somebody that gets hurt because he tanked, and and that player is he, all in. Um, he's not going to win for several years. Like, there's ways to, to to tank without doing it the way he's doing it. You know, um, like you said, he's he's regretting it. You know, with some of the decisions that are making. The the one that doesn't make any sense to me is I have no idea why Dave was tanking. Dave has still a very good roster. Dave can easily compete now. He made a trade, knowing that his team is sub-500 with Chris, uh, to get a first-round pick for Tom Brady, which is an excellent trade for both of you guys. And he can still compete because he has Joe Burrow. Like, there is no reason why Dave is tanking. Because 17. it's a 14-team league, but seven teams make the playoffs. He could still get in, and who knows what happens. He's going to get Montgomery back uh, You know he he's moving up a couple spots maybe in in draft pick value. It just makes and and he tells him this all the time. It makes absolutely no sense why Dave is tanking. I don't understand it at all.
0: All right, let's go to Grudge Max. Should I look to sell Pat Mahomes as part of a package to upgrade my RB two? Something like Mahomes, Hawkinson, and Eli Mitchell for Joe Mixon. I have Burrow and Logan Thomas on my bench. way too much. That would be a bad trade. I, I
2: This is similar to the Travis Kelsey discussion we're having, and I I didn't bring it up then, but it's worth bringing up now. You're selling these guys at the absolute bottom of their value. And in Mahomes' case, I saw somebody yesterday kind of criticizing the people who said you shouldn't rank Mahomes lower than number one at QB because he's number four or five, depending on your scoring format. He's had basically a worst-case scenario for him. I think most people would agree that this is by far the worst stretch of Patrick Mahomes' career, and he's QB four or five. I think that's actually kind of vindication for who Mahomes is. And so, like, he's not going to have a worse two-game stretch, I would guess, in his career, if not at least in the next five years. That's worse than what he's done the last two weeks. And so, I think trying to trade him right now is just a mistake.
0: Yeah, the problem is, if this were week four, you could say, oh, you're trading him at his low point, but it's week nine. You know, if you really need it, that's a lot to give up for Mixon, but... If you have Joe Burrow, then the sure. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the name, the value, whatever. It's not a bad idea to trade Mahomes to get a running back. So I think you know. But it's we,
2: probably a better idea to trade Burrow.
4: Yeah. 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 That, that yeah, but if matters. you're just saying right now you're trading Patrick Mahomes to get Joe Mixon, I like that trade. I have no problem with that trade. Yeah. The fact that you're giving up yeah. Mahomes, Hawkinson, and whoever else Mitchell. the third player was.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. It's too much. Like
4: that's just that's just ridiculous. Like there, there's no way you should be doing that. Now we know it's hard to trade running backs. It's it's difficult for people to trade quarterbacks. It's hard to get running backs, it's hard to trade quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh so that that factors into it, but um I'm I'm not giving that many additional players to get Joe Mixon. All
0: right, next one from C T Teason six. Patrick Mahomes for Justin Herbert. Grade the
4: trade. F.
0: Yeah, if you're giving up Mahomes, it's an F. Okay, from Mike CH twenty-three.
4: Now is that dynasty or is that redraft?
0: Didn't say, so I'm guessing. I redraft. think e- even in dynasty, I'd rather.
4: I, I would. Homes. I would agree, but dynasty makes a little bit more sense. If you know redraft, no, no, no sense at all. Pick. Oh crap!
0: It's three o'clock. Uh, I'm supposed to be on the air right now it's with Jacob Gibbs, so I'm gonna send him a text message and let him know that I'll be there in a bit. Uh, Jacoby Myers, Eli Mitchell, Miles Gaskin, pick one. Miles Gaskin. Yeah. Okay, next question. Grade the trade from a big city and a state known for lakes and beer. Illinois? Michigan? I think of Michigan.
2: Minnesota? Yeah, sure. They're known for... uh, California. They're known for lakes. (laughs) Okay. Los Angeles especially. Yeah.
0: Uh, Grade the trade. I lost Derrick Henry, and I traded Marquise Brown for Chase Edmonds and I traded Mike Williams for Damian Harris. Marquise Brown for, for Chase. So, so
2: he still has Diggs, Jefferson, and Chase on his roster, so he can afford to lose multiple
4: wide receivers. I think
2: you settled in both cases.
4: The first one is an F. <laughs> the, the second one is a C. Okay. All
0: right. This next one is from... Oh, that one was from Dr. Nate. Sorry. This one is... Boy, am I messed up here. Jay Lazary. No, I don't think... I, I don't know who this is from. I'm sorry. I'm just going to read these. I don't know who they're from. I need two of four this week. Debo, Cortland Sutton,
4: Thielen, Deontay Johnson. Pick two. Debo and Deontay if they play. Thielen and Deontay. Actually, no. Debo and Deontay.
0: Okay, Uh, dear Simeon, Guerrero, Bichette, and Biggio, we know them. I'm tied for first in my 12-team leagues. One of the guys I'm tied with just lost Derrick Henry. My running backs were Eckler, Henderson, Booker, and Mitchell, blah, 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 blah. I traded Mitchell to the guy who lost Derrick Henry for Adam Thielen. And I also threw in Jarvis Landry uh, because he was going to drop him for Boston Scott. Who won the trade? Give up Eli Mitchell for Adam Thielen. You did. He lost the trade? No, he won. He won the trade. Yeah. Why did yeah, I say he lost? Yeah.
2: I think I'd rather have Mitchell than Thielen, but I've <laughs> been lower on Thielen. What
0: was I doing? I go, who won the trade? Jamie goes, you did. I go, oh, he lost the trade? Like, why,
4: why did I say that?
0: That's <laughs> I mean, Mitchell jail. could be headed for a time tour. It's
4: it, It's a little bit. Yeah. All
0: right, two more here. Or one more, I think. Although I do think Landry's more than just a throw-in. Yeah, I, I think he he could be a top 20 wide receiver rest of the season. Start Tony Pollard, Dearness Johnson, or Boston Scott, or Bolden. Two of them. Pollard, Dearness, Scott, Bolden. Uh, Pollard and Scott.
4: Yep. And he also says choose... Or a- Scott Pollard, one of the best basketball hey, players of all
0: time. I remember him. Choose a DST to stash. And that's all he wrote. <laughs> Whoever is available and has the best
2: matchup next week.
0: <laughs> they're all rostered. Every good matchup is rostered next week. It's very frustrating.
4: Um, Good matchup for next week. I think the huh. Saints have a decent matchup.
0: They're probably rostered. They. Oh, yeah, they're definitely be. rostered. No, they've
4: got the Titans
2: next week.
0: I think that's a decent matchup.
2: W- well, yeah. we'll find out, I guess. Maybe Ravens are probably rostered. Colts are definitely rostered after last week. Yep. Bills are rostered. Steelers are rostered. I
0: told you, just beat the waiver wire was the worst one we. Maybe ever the, had.
2: Bucks. Oh, the Bucks. Oh, the Bucks have Washington. That's a good. That's, that I said that actually. That's, 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 a good that's one. the one
0: probably. I mean, they're definitely rostered, but they might be dropped this week. Okay, let's guess the Buccaneers DST roster percentage before we go. I'm going to guess it is seventy three percent. Sixty four. Eighty one. Eighty five. Jamie is the closest without going over. Jamie is right. Thank you for watching and listening, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.